Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it. This is the Bad Film Club, starring Holly Gordon and Shanae Vigaila. Your feature is about to begin. Hello, hi. How are How's you? Things? Uh, yeah, I'm cool. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. It's been a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we are. We been, back after been, our summer break, our impromptu summer break. We've been busy. Yeah, um, you girls have to have some rest, man. It's been, <laughs> been a full on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, that's it. We've just been busy. But um, yeah, we're the Bad Film Club. We talk about our films. I'm Holly Gordon. And I'm Shanae Navigela. And this week, we're doing the 2005 rom-com. Is it a rom-com? I don't know. But it's yeah, called The it Perfect is. Man. It's Oh, uh, it is a rom-com. It is a rom-com. <laughs> an American it rom-com, is. according to it's Wikipedia. A, it, it's a rom-com that... Hmm. Is it is it a rom com though? Because it's not funny and it's not romantic. It's about romance though. It's about like the kind of ideal idea of romance, Shocking. isn't it? And kind of like what uh what women I mean I quote, can't quote relate. unquote women, yeah, want. I can't okay. this is a this is the thing. I couldn't relate to like the issues of this this specific I... woman at all agree with you 100%. So let me just quickly give a quick summary. So basically, <laughs> Hilary Duff is a teenager and her mum, who's played by Heather Locklear, gets dumped a lot. And unlike a normal person, she's just like, okay, cool. When I get dumped, we're just gonna, the whole family's gonna move. Because there's no other men in whatever town that they're in or whatever. I don't understand the logic but they're moving, they're moving all the time. This teenager has a blog called Girl on the Move. It's very cringy. And then they move and Hillary has had enough. And so she starts to fake, fake a man so that her mum will stay in one place. What could go wrong? That it's is a very chaotic, it's a very chaotic uh, um, plot. And it's a, just a very chaotic way to live. It really this me out. film is the premise is wobbly at best. It's shocking. Yeah, it's a very it's, a sh- it's very um, loose plot line. Babe, like who was like this is the film we're gonna greenlight? You know what? This is the one. Heather Robinson. All right, okay. I'm just looking at who wrote the story because the the screenplay was written by a person that didn't have anything to do with the actual original story. Three, but but people. the person who wrote who did the screenplay, Gina Wendkos, she did Coyote Ugly as well, and oh, the seminal yeah. picture, which is the Princess Diaries. Oh, okay. What well, a she... contrast! It doesn't. This doesn't make sense. This writing career Maybe... makes no sense. 
but she wrote the screenplay based off a story. So the story, so she's trying to write a screenplay that is based off a bad story. That's true, but the screenplay is also bad. Yeah, yeah, fair. fair. Because the dialogue in this film is shocking. Actually shocking. I think so too. I think so too. Um, it was produced by Mark Platt, who has basically produced everything under the sun, and his people may recognise his son, Ben Platt. I mean, any of you theatre nerds out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he uh, he's in like he's like um, a Broadway actor. But anyway, Ben Platt like is ugh, no sorry Mark Platt and um. I feel like he had like a bit of a run producing films like this in the early 2000s, early 2000s. But yes, it's just really just disliked this film. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't mind it, but I also just was like, why? Yeah, I agree. You know, I just I feel like it's like I understand. Do you know what? Actually, I feel like this this film is a very good time capsule of like the era it's made in, for sure. Which is, That's which yeah. is which which is nice. I just, I just like to like a fr- like little like nostalgic throwback. However, I also like just think that no daughter realistically will ever get involved in their parents, whether it's their father or mother, love, love life. life. Yeah, because you f- because like every action that Hilary Duff's character Holly. Uh, did um (laughs) what the hell no normal human being would do that you would be so angry if your friend did that to you bro none of this makes sense the mum doesn't make sense like what is this behavior from her mum then why why is she catfishing her mum isn't that creepy af essentially she's catfishing her mum to try and make her fall in love with a guy that doesn't exist because to get her to stay in a place that she ends up not even liking because she made it because every all her plan fell apart anyway and she was embarrassed yeah (laughs) i hate this place i want new people and i was like okay hillary relax <laughs> um ben feldman though he's so i cute. know he's so cute i love I him i love him i love ben Fe- I okay love ben feldman. i have a confession the reason that okay this film was my suggestion because i watched it when i was in my teens and i love ben never seen feldman yeah i know you haven't but i watched it in my teens because i love ben feldman and i was like oh hello that was the thing that kept me going through this whole film and he's in like five friggin' minutes of it. Literally. I know, he's so cute and he like, he looks and he's even, and he's just like, he's still so cute even as an adult. Like, yeah. I mean, he looks the same. He him. has the same face. He, still. He has a good skincare routine. He's unproblematic, that's why. Yeah, yeah exactly. A white man that <laughs> is unproblematic, so he's aged well. Uh, poor Rod He minds style. it, he might... He minds his own business. That's how, yeah. That's his skincare routine. Minds your own business. Uh, but yeah, can I just, I just say? So I watched this film as a teen, and as a teen, so I read a couple of reviews before, like we always do before the podcast, and a lot of them were just like, "Teen girls will love this, but everyone else will hate it." And I was like, I distinctly remember as a teen watching this film and being like, "What is this garbage?" Like, this is actual garbage. I can't believe they made it into a film. And someone bought it for me. This is how old I am. On DVD. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Why? Who? Why? And all of it is just ridiculous. Like, I don't know who A, who's believing it. And then B, like, 
if any of the actors actually convinced me that they were doing a good job, although I did really like the nostalgic throwback of having the original Aunt Hilda in this film. Um, her name's Caroline Ray, and she's the original Aunt Hilda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Just saying. Yes, loved her. Yes. I really, I agree. I just thought, it doesn't it feel like it's supposed to be a Disney original movie? Like you would, I'm surprised. For some reason, I like definitely felt the vibes. Like it could have just been a made-for-TV movie instead of actually going to like to theaters and watching it. Can I, I say really that the bu- that... the budget of it was ten million dollars for what? The house, I'm assuming, or maybe. Chris North, that, or that his salary, Mr. Big, oh, isn't it? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. No, no. Don't find him attractive. Not gonna lie. I found that the, the the thing is, the thing that I, okay, well, basically the reason I think it was about film is that obviously the plot is really thin. The plot mm. is really thin and very easily kind of, um, I know that film, okay, arg- for argument's sake, it's just, if we were to put it into real life, it's obviously not very realistic, but it's no, it's just, it just, even as a rom-com, it's silly. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I just, like, it's just so, it's frustrating because like, a kid, a kid shouldn't be fixing a parent's problems anyway. Yeah. But like, like I just, and also I really hated the representation of women in romance and then men in romance as well. Like oh, men yeah. in love, because there's like so many different like variations and iterations of different characters trying to get the other person to fall for them mm. and it's just it the whole obviously topic because i mean like, like we said there's no real quote-unquote romance in this it's just like people trying to win it's like it's trying to win someone over no matter mm. who it is and it's just like their actions are really weird like because you could tell because again that's i guess this is why i think it's like a time capsule of itself it's because this kind of writing or maybe this kind of comedy was probably quite popular back then Maybe or like that's what we kind of part. We may maybe like we thought that Mike O'Malley's character's actions were like decent. Who's ever thinking that? But like I don't know. But like they obviously are good and obviously like they put it into the film for a reason. Like surely I've. But it feels like they put it in to like juxtapose the two men. It felt like a yeah. It meant it. It felt like a cheap shot. Like, this guy Actually, is not count, the guy I'm... because, you know, he's like this. I felt like there was three guys because we're going to do the fake guy, the real, and then the two real guys. There was yeah. like, it felt, that's when it, and it also started to feel quite convoluted. Like, she was getting, like, you know, she was getting over and, like, Hilary Duff was getting confused or, like, stressed over her own actions and so was the audience. A-K-A yeah, for, sh- for sure. AKA us. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then also, I don't understand how you're then supposed to believe this like weird subplot of her finding romance with this boy in her class. He was me- She was mean to him. Yeah, she just took a seat and then they're like, what? Now they're friends and now they're dating. Like, what? They're- where's the arc? Like, I feel like... I feel like it's he, a very weird he, teen film. He invited her to a comic book convention and she said, and she was like, I don't make plans. Yeah. I don't make plans. I'm not a plan person. I was like, bro, you know, watch t- wait until you get to like 10 years older. You'll realize that that Google calendar is going to be your lifesaver. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Like honestly, like what what girl is what teenage girl is living that like? Why are you turning the, like just live your life? I mean, she's stressed. I I just need to like think about the the main irk for me mm. in this film is the mom. Yeah, like I I just find like what. Like she's obviously we do, we get no backstory to what actually happened with the father of the children. We just kind of get like a hint to like she obviously had career plans and then had a ba- had like got pregnant mm. and obviously decided to change her path. Well, but he like, left. Is that what we find? out? Maybe I missed that. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, well, maybe I, the baby didn't fit in with his plan, or maybe I didn't fit into his plan. And then I was like, okay, cool. That's so it. she. That's okay, what fine. we're gonna say that. That's. Yeah, okay. So, but I just still don't, like but you said it, earlier, I still don't think it justifies one, if one guy, if one relationship in a town fails, I don't think it justifies. Like, thank you. Thank like, you. Think of, think of the financial burden. No, but also, like, they're, they're obviously not, because then they move to Brooklyn and they're living in this giant apartment where everyone has their own room and this, like, massive amount of space. And I'm like, how is she affording to. To move her two girls there, like bring all of their furniture inexplicably, and then also just work at a random like bake bakery within a food hall. I don't really yeah, understand what it was. Yeah, and she like uh, has aspirations to become like a star baker, sort of. Star baker, it's not Bake Off, babes. <laughs> She's trying to be a pastry chef. Dickhead. Oh, sorry. She said Julia. She was gonna be like the Julia Charles <laughs> of um. Babe, uh, mate, I'm tired. I'm Your girl just said Star Baker. <laughs> oh, that's gonna anyway. be the name, the subtitle of this episode. End of episode. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is our ten minute review. Oh no. Uh, but I no, I agree. Like... I agree. This is why the. This is why it's a bad film. Is because of the mum character. Because no way in hell is a person like that. Like it really obviously, stresses, it stresses me out because, like, if you because Hillary Duff's character constantly does hint to it, like she's like, you all, why you keep moving? You're all like, you never think of us. Like you never think yeah. of the repercussions of your decisions or your choices on us. Like you never actually think of it. And then the minute that like Hillary Duff wants to then move she gets angry because like the mum wants to say and like it's yeah. the same thing it's like it just it does actually stress it stresses me out because it because i think now because we're looking at it from a the, through the lens of like 2021 2020 2021 like like the way that we think of dating and romance and stuff is such a it's so different to how yeah maybe they looked at it last time and like just that maybe all she's just an example of like what not to do do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. But for me, the bugbear is like the um the kind of I think the best friend says it. Also, I have a really big problem with like the stereotype from this film, but we'll get to that later. But the the lady in the shop, Dolores, she's just like, how come when you see a man, you oh, are blind to all of his flaws, but when you see when you look flaws. at yourself, all all you can see is flaws. And I thought that was really interesting yeah. because I think there's like some good solid points that this movie is making, but 
the way that they've made it is not good. So I think it's really interesting because you don't really get films about like selfish parents, um, especially not teen films, right? Like it's always absent parents or yeah. parents that are pushing their kids, but not really like ones where your parents are mi- the ones making the bad decisions. So I thought that was interesting, but the way that they've executed it is that she's like this desperate woman, like clawing for love in any place that she'll find it with these like men that and Hilary Duff's character says like I think she says like men that aren't even good enough to like wipe the floor with or something which is true like I'm sorry but Heather Locklear are you being serious come on mm-hmm. and I know I know like like looks on everything and stuff but like how is how are people cheating on her and she's still like yeah it's fine I'm just gonna yeah, leave, she's I'm just like... gonna leave town now She's obviously very as a very insecure because she's yeah. she's very insecure. I think it's also I don't know. Don't want to like overthink it, but like you know the you wanted like the family the family unit. So you wanted two parents, two kids. You want that, and now you're like a. But I feel like I think it was the um, the school meeting where she openly she stood up and yeah. she just said, "I'm looking for a guy, a man. yeah, a man or something." And I just was like. Mm. Nah, but there's that want, and then there's you, the you're painting the, yourself with one whole brush and it's just like yeah yeah for sure because there's that that bit at the pta there's she they've literally been there a, one whole day and then she's like can you put this photo on match.com she's like look at these lines on my face i every second counts and i was just like are you being serious like who's written and why has a woman written this for another woman to do like can we not I mean, this come is on, two thousands, kind of, like, do better. This is this is what I kind of get confused by, like, and what I was trying to make a point earlier, but I think I did it badly. But like, we've reviewed some other film set like release around this time as well mm. in the past, and they have been they're rom coms, and they like are more traditionally written maybe by women um, or working with a man. But like, if there's still a woman like behind the the writing of it, it's really surprising that. I think it's because again we're seeing this from a perspective of now, but yeah. like, and this probably this probably this wouldn't like we fact check like so much more because we talk with, but back in then, maybe, like the the, I don't know the stereotypes of stuff like, were so different. But yeah, then the, I also it's I, like, like and the commentary the just patriarchy. like. <laughs> And yeah, the commentary and just like how, like you made the point earlier of just saying how there are like little nuggets of like good lessons and good points to be made in this film, but they get so hidden, they're so hidden that they're so mm. easy missed by the general like chaos of this film because yeah. it is so chaotic. I think it's also, I'm not going to lie, I love Hilary Duff. Like she is an icon from Me the too. childhood, but she has such a specific voice Yes, that it is just like even more chaotic than it needs to be just because yeah. she's narrating and i think she is the queen of narration she oh, should Oh for be sure narrating. but that's what she like is so, she has like, found her skill yeah. yeah yeah for sure but like you know she is lizzie mcguire and she's good at it but yeah you're right it is very specific and like it's always a style i think it's a definitely a stylistic choice that they make to make her narrate stuff because they do it for this film they then do it for Cinderella story which is like around this time as well um and it's really interesting because Ooh, I don't think yeah, I don't like she... I don't feel like yeah. she's really acting in this film she just like she looks like she's gonna cry for most of this film oh I have 
bone to pick with the makeup. But yeah. Oh, oh, uh, the, I, you know what my biggest the, pet peeve is, apart from the stereotype. Was it, was, was it the styling? The fucking fashion. Yeah, it's awful. There, there is a moment in this film where I think we cut. We, it's it starts off with Hillary, like like Hol- I'm not gonna say the name. Hillary, um, <laughs> like giving her sister, her younger sister, a bath, and then she walks into the living room and with a letter, I think, a, a love yeah. letter, is it a letter or something from the post, and she is wearing these very specific, like full length khaki trousers, but they are literally hanging on to dear life on her hip bones. Like yep. you might, like they are so low cut, like. Do you know what? Yeah, like, I'm actually it, it angry. Gives... I'm angry at the TikTok generation. If you fucking bring back low rise jeans, I swear to God, I'm not having it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm talking there's to you. Reason, Stop a, it. There's a there's a reason that they uh they they disappeared. Like no one yeah. no one can no one can pull them off. No, awful. Um, there's also a moment where she's wearing a like Chinesey inspired dress with a fucking chopstick in her hair. Stop it. Um, but she's I wearing like that. I feel like that. It's very two thousand. Was very two thousand. Yeah, white girl two thousands. But also, with jeans underneath, makes no sense. She goes to school in Brooklyn on her first day of school. Your girl is wearing a shirt and a blazer. What is happening? Like, have these people never seen teenage girls? I do not understand it. But two thousands fashion, fashion, it's an ode to two thousands fashion. It's awful. This, I have I hated this, it. This is what I also don't get. It's like 2000 in like t- films like this in the early 2000s majority. And like this also transcends into like TV shows as well. That were set around this time, mm. especially in high school and high school ages. Most of them, maybe not if all, all of the girls, especially were taking handbags to school. I know exactly how many books and folders I had when <laughs> I was 15. Like, Oh my God. It's only recently have like, have these little details evolved into being realistic and it bugs me because I'm just like then that and then I'm just like why do you think you guys are fucking failing your classes if you're not <laughs> carrying around half your shit like it makes it is such a pet peeve that it's not even relevant it's but, not relevant, but, but it's I'm gonna like thing. I'm gonna come for devil's advocate here they all have lockers in America in England it's so very okay so in England I. I don't feel like you don't sometimes you get them sometimes you don't like I had them I mean, in, at high school, but not, not sixth form. I didn't have them. Well, you have like I, I don't. I just don't get it. Like handbags, though. I know. <laughs> I know. It's really stupid. I but then I guess like they're not carrying around laptops and shit. They're just carrying around their stupid brick phone. Oh yeah, true. God, imagine. I guess like this is this is this is a very off-topic pet peeve, but it's just one of those things. It's like the choices of styling and the choices of makeup. I really did think that her, whatever way, like their make the makeup for Hilary Duff was just what like basic eyeliner. But it but it was really bad. Ba- basic eyeliner. She was wearing more eyeliner than I've ever worn in my entire life. Okay, well we couldn't figure out because like she wears eye she wears makeup like she is supposed to be like a goth girl, but then she wears clothes that is not like that at all. <laughs> like it makes no sense. At all. It makes no sense. But the, the, my reason is the ma- the reason I really disliked it is because like you said, she always looks like she's about to cry. Yeah, and it's just that like that make that makeup that the style of makeup just enhances that. I yeah, guess, for sure, for screen. sure. Um, but also I really don't feel like anyone's doing the most in this acting. 
vicinity. I feel like Chris North is just being himself. Uh, ben Feldman's this, this just, was like, like living this, his life. This was, like, a part-time gig whilst they were, like, you know, chilling. <laughs> I know, because I wanted to tell you that this film made $19.8 million at the box office, which blows my actual mind. That's, like, a $9 million yeah. pound, like dollar profit, isn't it? Yeah. They're just chilling. Maybe the... Maybe the trailer was like a. No, but I really a, do think it's one. Sc- I feel like it's one scam. of those specific films. The scam. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> um, I think that this was like, uh, like teenage girls. Their dads took them to see this, like you know, or Mate, they they went this, with their mums or whatever. Like this, this came out in June of two thousand five. It was a summer blockbuster. Yeah. That is what it was. There it was go. a summer. It was like, oh, we're going to go and... Ha-. Like, these the people that went to go and see this were too young to do anything. So, they like, notoriously, you go and hang out in a shopping centre. Yeah. You know, go to the cinema just to kill two hours. It's true, it's true. So, so that's why they saw it, 100%. Wow. Um, um, but, yeah. Um, any kind of, like, comments on the casting? Would you recast it in some? If it well, do you think this could be made today? I don't no, think so. Definitely not. Definitely not. I also just don't even think that we need it, and it couldn't even be a series because it's like there's just nothing to like explore. Really, no, but also like, would this ever get greenlit now? Definitely not, right? Well, you no, because they would. You, they would. They would. I would hope that they would just say no. Go back and rewrite it. Yeah, like, but I mean, a, like, I mean, they're bringing out films ho- like the fucking kissing booth, so. True, true. So I don't I mean, know. I, I mean, you would hope, you would hope that better rom coms would be made over this anyway. So um, I do think that the casting was interesting. Like I, I mean, there's, I mean, there's just a lot of cast members in this that I just recognise yeah. because you've grown up with them. But like, there's no one that like the only person I think was is worth mentioning is Ben Feldman because he's so cute. Yeah, I thought it was um, and... interesting. The casting was interesting. I don't know if I would have gone for Heather Locklear, but she's not really in my kind of um, canon of, you know, people that I think of when I think of, like, older American attractive actresses. Like, she definitely has her place in that. Like, loads of people really love her and really think about her a lot, but... I don't. She was married. Mm. She was married to Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. She had mm. a. Um, mm. she has a a lot. She's done like a lot of film and stuff. Um, you know, um, she's been kind of like a fixture in. I think she's like very American centric. So I never really saw her growing up and stuff. So I just. Oh yeah, massively. I think she's very kind of like the American. Uh, American girl esque sort of yeah thing. yeah. I mean to be honest, the last thing that she's really done was like maybe five plus years ago. So she's not really maybe she's she doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, but um, I do, I feel like it's like she's when I watched it, I didn't know her name, but I okay like, yeah saw her face. I knew her face like her face. So I feel like she is just in those films that she just pops up occasionally yeah for sure um all those tv shows or she might do like cameos here and there yeah so... i want to me- mention <laughs> amy who's um hillary duff's 
like friend in this because she's in a really Vanessa. Yeah, she's got, and she's also got a very specific voice. Um, but she's in this film called Stick It, which I love. Um, and it's a gymnastics film, and it's so good. So I would recommend that film. Um, she's really annoying in it, but in a good way. Like, you know, she has a character. She's, 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 um, she's done a lot of like, like classic films. Yeah, um, for sure. She's really cool. Um, but yeah. But also, are Anything we gonna? You... I feel like are we gonna talk about Chris Knott? Like, are we are we gonna talk about him? Because do you know what it was? Okay, this is the thing. Like the se- like the second he came on screen, I was like, okay, well that's the guy that he sh- that the mum is gonna fall for. Yeah, that's the guy they're gonna try and set up. Like it's just so obvious. Like he plays that he's typecasted as the guy, isn't he? Yeah. So it's kind of and like he's automatically like kind and welcoming like the bar is so low like he gave them ice cream whilst on the phone yeah like, it was mint I- like he was just like and like i don't know it was just like yeah okay cool we just know exactly how we don't know how it's going to end and we don't know how it's going to get to that point but we just know at the we know at some point they're going to get they're going to meet they're going to get together yeah um, interesting though that she said no at the end yeah, but then she wasn't really saying no. No, they invalidates it. Life, so. <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to mention that one of his lines is that when a woman gets an orchid, she feels like she's floating on a cloud of infinite possibility. Have you ever felt that way when you've got an orchid, or if you've bought yourself an orchid? No, <laughs> if I've ever been getting no, whenever. I've... <laughs> Oh, so, it's so. Um, I, being... I actually wanted to throw my laptop out the window. Then I enjoy getting flowers. Like, like any sane person, like enjoys getting flowers. That's Ooh. really nice. But like, I don't like flowers. Are just like they're pretty. So I'm and I'm gonna be happy whatever flower you give me. But I don't feel a specific type of way about myself when I get flowers. Like I don't feel like that kind of. You, uh, what what's the line again like he feels like what what did he say he says like, flowers always work when a woman gets an orchid she feels like she's floating on a cloud of infinite possibility so a orchid provides a provides a woman with an abundance of ambition i'm trying to i have take from that. literally no idea what it's supposed to mean or why it's like even included in this film or why it works like why it then is like some sort of wisdom that's imparted onto Hilary Duff's character and then later said to her mum and her mum's just like swooning and I'm just like what I have a I have a a point but I don't know you might I don't know it might just be an like uh observation I think that like maybe and it might have been more common back in the 2000s when these films were really well we turned out Mm. that guys who are obviously introduced as like the 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 potential end game love interest like the Mm. person that's going to get like or or just general like male characters but whoever like and then he's an adult and then Hilary Duff and her friend or like the niece is obviously teenagers so you could literally write like the I think it might still be prevalent today in some rom-coms but I can't really think of any for, for examples but like 
you get like where the male character will just say like a sentence that doesn't make any sense and then the like the female characters will just swoon over it because it's like and it's just as used as a tactic to make the audience like maybe think that he's saying something like amazing or like creative or funny or know. witty or like, yeah and it's just to like enhance like the the um the plot of not may not like not them plot but like it's to enhance like the kind of attraction and like want that that's the guy that's gonna end up with the girl kind yeah of thing. like yeah oh we're now finally seeing that the some f- female characters are finding him attractive or finding him charming mm. and but they've done it in a really lazy way because they've just because that sentence makes no fucking sense i know because it's also true because also treating like women like they have no brain cells i know and like they do uh, and it, <laughs> uh, maybe like this is just a very like shocker specific observ- like specific observation but i can't i don't know if it's like it's like a tactic that's now passed like it's now not is done as much anymore i feel like you're just, right I, but then I, I i feel like it does happen but then when it does happen it really takes you out of the film because i feel like i've seen it in a few i see it I didn't, I felt like it went away. And then now with the advent of like streaming platforms doing their own original stuff, like I'm looking at you, Netflix. Some of the stuff that is like pulled out, like I'm just like, how is that romantic or funny or charming? I don't understand. Like how, how is that supposed to get me in my feels? I do not feel it. Because I've been in, so I'm going to take it to real life for a second, but okay. I've been in, I've been in situations where like I've been talking to a guy and like they've said something that like and this might be my brain but like and it's supposed to be funny or it's supposed to be whatever and i don't get it <laughs> it's like so like instant turn off i don't get Dubai. So, so i don't get it and then like they don't get the reaction that they want because i'm confused yeah and then i'm like okay your joke didn't land because it doesn't it probably doesn't make sense i was like maybe reread your sentence first yeah <laughs> write like, it down first reread like, it to yourself but like it's not it's not because like to me it's not how like women react to things like we can suss out about someone just saying bullshit well in this film apparently fucking not because there's well, other man thing. like that's but like this yeah. this is this man so he's one prospect right and then there's another man who's Michael Malley's character, I can't even remember what his name is in this film, and his, like, first line in this film is, did it hurt, you know, when you fell from heaven? Because oh, with a face like that, you've got to be an angel. And I, I literally I gagged. I, I wondered if that was where the, the, the pick-up line came from. No, 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 like, I think never, it's just been uh, around forever. I've, it's been, uh, yeah, I've always, it, yeah, it's a, such a well-known pick-up line, but I've never, ever, ever heard it been, like, said in like content before like in a film or tv show like i've only yeah. ever like seen it as like a as like a cheesy pickup line sort of yeah. joke thing yeah but um it's just also but, the, but, conf- but the my... confidence even <laughs> fucking say it anyway. <laughs> you're right but my point with this is that she doesn't like both of us like cringed so hard just saying it out loud just now right and in this film, this woman's like, oh. And then... She smiles. Uh, yeah, and Hilary Duff's face is just like, mum, don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't, don't. fall for this. And because like, it's also... That, 
yeah, I, I, I get. It. But also, I feel like that's like the first one of the first. Well, it's not one of the first. It's just an example of just like how easy it is to impress the mum because she's so insecure. Yeah. About her situation, and so like a guy like my Matt, like his character, who is frustrating, um, is just kind of like. <laughs> He can win her over. Like it's like it's one of those things. It's like, do you are you actually attracted to them, and do you like them, or do you like like them because of them, or do you just like the attention? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I agree. So that's like what that's what you've got. So I feel like that's like the questions that a lot of people are now asking themselves when they like date. But it's like we've got we've only started to like really figure out how to word that question because yeah, that's like being hit and also being hit on is very well is a whole conversation in itself now like do a lot of people like it do a lot of people dislike it like yeah i feel generally very uncomfortable when a man comes near me so (laughs) but i think that is different like i guess uh it's kind of more it's how they do it it's how they yeah because like the conversation that they have in the patisserie shop at the end that feels like more natural and more like you know, like, obviously he's hitting on her, but in a way that feels, like, charming, right? Whereas, like, every other, like, pickup line in the storm is awful. And then, <laughs> and then there's just stuff that just doesn't really land properly. So it's interesting, like, watching the, the kind of difference between the two men. Because I feel like they're pitted against each other without them knowing that they're pitted against each other. And, like... Yeah. You know, the guy that's like obviously the guy that's like set up to be the obvious the obviously not the guy, he's giving Hillary Duff like money for them to go to the cinema and stuff and she's just like being a bit condescending and stuff because he's not the guy that she wants her mum to be with. Which is like for fair, but um I don't know, like what is this what's his name? Uncle Ben doing? Because he just lets a teenage girl in his apartment like just lets her up to his apartment isn't that hella dodgy i think that i think the relationships are well weird in this film like Like... the like (laughs) you've just met this girl and like you're suddenly and you're suddenly like okay and like also she interrupts a wedding i oh yeah i know like there's a lot of there's a lot of very my hands over my face sorry oh there's just a lot yeah there's just a lot of like uncomfortable scenarios that like don't make sense they don't but then this plot doesn't make sense though no i completely agree with you though because um i think you said this earlier there's so much chaos that then you actually like think about what they've just done and you're just like what the hell like how old she's supposed to be like 15 16 and she's just going to her friends and also this is weird she like they go to stop her mum and ben from meeting in real life because then they'll get the plan will get found out but instead of sending her friend to go to the uncle's house, it's her uncle. Why would she not go to his house? Hilary yeah, Duff goes there. Like, it doesn't it. make sense. And then she's like, you know, my, I'm so confused and all this stuff. And it's very, it's very strange. It's a very weird um, way to kind of bring nuance and narrative to a film. I, I guess they don't really care because it's, it's like quote-unquote a rom-com so people just don't put in effort whereas like you know you can see when they do put in effort to stuff like it does well because it lands with women more 
imagine putting an effort into romance like you know yeah, if you, bare minimum. you'd ch- you would change like the perspective of romance for so many people if you actually made an effort because yeah. i feel like these like these are the kind of films that mold a lot of young kids brains and like you know outlook on love and relationship and for sure maybe if you put a bit more put a bit more effort in then they wouldn't be um I don't know, might just be less detrimental. I don't know, detrimental, you know what I mean? But we'll see. You know, I think there's a lot of underrated, like, rom-coms out oh, there. Oh, for sure. What's your favourite one? Go. I think one of the most under- underrated rom-coms is... I uh, will just get the name right. This. Um, it's a 2008 Netflix original film called The Setup. It has Lucy Liu in it. Oh, yeah. Is it Lucy Liu? And 2008 you mean 2018 18 sorry oh, yeah 2018 sorry. yeah yeah it's um it's, i know it's, it's zoe douche right zoe Dutch? douche glenn powell yeah. Tay i was very very much into that i thought it was a very nice sweet little film and it but it was also kind of like slightly realistic but mm. not like realistic okay. but like unrealistic too in the sense that it was like you know they work at a magazine and they're like living in new york yeah yeah i mean sometimes you just gotta <laughs> take them take them that's fine but like it, it was it was it was it was good and it like i enjoyed my time watching it yeah. i can't think of any more i say i say loads but like i've just thought of that one <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, um but like i think maybe like rom-com writing has like slightly evolved since the early 2000s yeah for sure for sure i would but, hope so anyway yeah for sure um, my one other, well, not even one, but like my other pet peeve with this film, casting wise, is the like that they had to do the like strong black woman best friend thing. They couldn't just leave it alone. They had to have Kim White. Oh yeah. Like, um, sorry, Whitley, and I just don't understand. Like, why you need to do it. And also, like, oh, I'm sorry, but in a film about New York, why? Do, what do you mean the whole cast is white? Come on. Oh, yeah, that's so annoying. It's such a, it's like, and it's also like, I feel like this was before the time when, I don't know if it's like, a, it probably is also in the States, but it's definitely here. If like, there's a regulation that if your, if your TV show or film is set in London, it has to, represent the kind of demographic of london otherwise it can't be shown or can't definitely can't be even considered for awards here but um i feel like that was this film was obviously pre that ideal Mm. but yeah it makes no sense that there's like out of a whole out of a arguably quite a big cast because there's so many different people in this film which i also feel like is a downfall because there's just a lot of characters yeah how is only one person a person how many how is only one person a person of color I makes know. no sense. <laughs> um, I know. Imagine going to work that. <laughs> that, I know. that day. But I mean, be. like Vanessa Lenghi's is half um, Egyptian. Egyptian, yeah. But I mean, then no. Chris Noth is her uncle, so I don't know. But it's also just like she white passing in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. I think. I, was, I think. I was like. I was like. Oh wait. Are you gonna go and tell me Chris Noth is also half Egyptian? No. Oh no. He's just white. He's no. A white. He's a white. But yeah. So that just that stereotyping of the character just really annoyed me because it's like, oh yeah, this woman's the one looking out for you, and you just never listen to her. But then you know you have to make her the most stereotyped 
character out of everyone as well. Yeah, she's doing the most. Yeah, it's just... I find it really annoying. I just... You could have just had the same film without that. Like, you don't have to be lazy about it. If you're going to put in diversity, do it. Do it. Don't do it for diversity's sake, you know? To have your token black lady and then, like, use her as, like, the... I don't know, the, like, coat, the love coach or whatever. Shut up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to do ratings? Yeah. Have you got anything else to say? You got anything else to discuss? No, this is just a bad film. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out, but I wouldn't recommend. I'd watch the setup instead. Um, yeah, or the big sick. Like, big sick. Or the, or the big sick. Um, or, uh, or, 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 if you want, like, a good ro- ro- rom-com that is actually more about the romance between, fr- like, not romance, the love between friends, watch Booksmart. <laughs> mm, yeah, you always recommend that. I still haven't seen it. I love, I love Booksmart so much. It's literally, like, the one of the best films about female friendship. Love it. It makes me so, it makes, it makes me so happy every day. Love every time I watch it. Um, okay, what did you give it? I gave it a one out of ten. Yeah, I gave it a one out of ten, and the one is literally Huben Feldman. Yeah. Same. That's it. Okay. What do you think IMDb gave it? <laughs> this is this is also this is also also out of ten. Yeah, but it's like people give that score, right? Or is that Rotten Tomatoes? Is who gives who actually is responsible for IMDb? I feel like it's. I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is people. Okay. Oh no! I don't know. I fucking don't. Know. I don't know because IMDb it. is always higher I than I expect it to be. But I'm gonna say five point four. Oh, you're close. It's five point five out of ten oh. for IMDb. Yeah, that's what, way too high, that? man. <laughs> like that's way too high. Um, that's bad. <laughs> that is so bad. I think um, Rotten Tomatoes Ron- is gonna like annihilate it so i'm gonna say like 10 percent lower <gasps> five six no higher six oh, okay six percent six percent <laughs> ouch <laughs> okay i don't think that this was worse than sex and city 2 <laughs> sex and city 2 was bad because it was like yeah, I guess at least there was a plot. It was just racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it was... it was. I guess that th- this is a downfall just because there is such a wobbly plot and it's, like, so inconsistent and so chaotic that you kind of, like, just... You just don't know. And, like, I, I don't know. Watching it watching it now, I was just so thrown off by, like, the ridiculous, like, representation of women in it. Yeah. Uh, it's offensive. Like, like I that, actually think it's I offensive. Just, like, it takes you out of it just the fact that a mum got catfished by her own daughter. <laughs> that this is a film that people were like adult people read in a writer's room and were like yes we're gonna take this out of the slosh pile and this is gonna get made like i'm well, gonna you pay tell- you yeah. to work on this film you can tell it's aged badly by the fact that like before when this was made being catfish was never a term and now this film can just now be reduced to that yeah. and that's why it's bad but at the time you know, they were like, oh, you know, people all use instant messenger and are always on chat rooms and stuff. 
but it has aged so badly. It really um, has. Mostly because like our conversation around dating and relationships has also evolved into so and like imagine if this was made now, you'd have to introduce like dating apps and stuff, wouldn't you? And that'd be even weirder. Yeah. So. Can you? Oh, no, this film. It, so you definitely can't, can't make it. Again. This film cannot be made past two thousand five. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like two thousand seven. A really big push, but nah. <laughs> Like, I, I do not believe that this film is being made after this year because that I feel like that's the only year that it can conceivably be made because it's it's just... Also, like, we're having different conversations about, like, women and what we want and, you know, like, single mums and all of this other, like, complicated, nuanced stuff. And this is, like, such a reduction. Because I think you're right in that way when you touched on it earlier, when you said... This feels like it should have been an original movie, like a Disney Channel original, but yeah. instead of like catfishing the mum, it should have been like them kind of talking about, you know, it would have been like a drama rather than a rom-com in quotation marks, like a, you know, a, a drama film kind of like, I don't want to like compare it, but like to Sophie's Choice in that, you know, all of these like turbulent things happen and blah, blah, blah. They could have made it like hella sad. It would have been more like drama. But they're not going to make that kind of film with Heather Locklear and Hilary Duff in it. Like, they're going to... You're going to have to cast it differently for that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, the the reviews basically say the exact same as what we said. They think that it was pa- poorly paced script and oh, yeah. very contrived, contrived plot. Um, you know, confusing, convoluted plot. Love it. Um, it's true. And then... The characters were like cookie cutter characters. They weren't very like, you know, they were very flat. They weren't very developed. I mean, there's yeah, too many none of them. them. Yeah, exactly. Like this shit film, there should have been like six characters at most. There's too many. There's so many. There's too like that was why that was also the chaos. It the chaos of this film is like it just felt like there were so many people in one room all the time, and I was yeah. just like, this is stress. <laughs> this is so stressful. Um, Can I tell you one fun yeah, fact? Go for it. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, Hilary Duff was nominated for the Best Actress category in the 2007 Teen Choice Awards for this performance plus her performance in Cheaper by the Dozen 2. <laughs> she didn't win. She lost to Rachel McAdams. But <laughs> what? Who, won, who for the Family Stone? Yeah. For the Family Rachel Stone! Mc- <laughs> What? Oh, but yeah, but like that is that that is a better film than this one. Yeah. But Rachel Adams' like performance was also generally better. Yeah. Uh the Teen Choice Awards though, interesting. She also got a Golden Raspberry Award. Yeah, for but worst actress. Je- but but lost it for Jenny McCarthy. Lost it to Jenny McCarthy, who screw her, anti vaxxer Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we did not already... we did not rate this film clearly no it was very bad yeah um don't watch it watch anything else like i say <laughs> yeah um all right, right. See, you... see you next week see you next week bye, bye. do you love the bad film club consider supporting us through the acar supporter feature It's up to you how much you want to give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it.